Welcome back to the Reese and Riesling podcast. I feel like I owe you guys an explanation. I kicked off my podcast, I think like in July. Oh my gosh. In like July. And I kicked off this podcast with all the excitement and all the fear and all the worry that this wasn't right for me, or this was too much for me, or this was just a quick phase that I was going through. And I don't have an answer to any of those things, but I definitely feel like I owe y'all a reason for why I've been missing. Um, And basically, you know, with a podcast, and it's really interesting because I listened to this podcast called... uh, Unpack and Bounce Back. And it's these two like amazing creatives and they did a podcast episode called, I think it was called Transparency or like the beauty of transparency or something like that. And I clicked on it and I listened to it because I kind of knew I was going to be able to resonate with whatever they were saying because there's something kind of wonky and weird about being so open and so vulnerable in a space where you don't know who's listening to you. And if, you know, me in real life, like I'm a super vulnerable person, I'm usually pretty transparent with my life. And as I'm getting older, that's starting to change for me. And my desire to be more transparent is I'm less quick to it, which is part of my healing. Um, You know, you change as you get older. You're like, every day I'm like, okay, this is a new me. It's a new Larisse. Um, And that's, that's the beauty of it. But it's also like, you know, as you tap into your gifts and you tap into things that you love, how do you view those gifts as you, as you as a person grow, as your challenges change, as what you're going through in your personal life changes, um, things start to look different. And I just feel like me as a person, my life is starting to look a little different. Um, Nothing crazy, but I think from a, just an emotional standpoint and a protecting myself standpoint, It's a little harder to be transparent. And I don't want to have this podcast and not be transparent. I don't want to be on this podcast and be a liar. I don't want to be on this podcast in front. That's not what I'm about. I'm all about like, this is really who I am. And these are some of the things that I've gone through, the highs and the lows. And I want to share all of that on my podcast. I want this to be the serene space. I want everyone to feel included and loved. I hope you listen to this podcast and you feel like I'm giving you the longest hug. Although you may have been, you don't have to stay there. Whatever that is. So this morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? We just going to push through it, okay? Like four or five people this weekend mentioned to me like, what's going on with your podcast? I was like, I'm so excited somebody listens to little me. Um, And all that to say that today's podcast episode, I want to talk about what I kind of call the dark place, or sometimes like lately I've been joking with my friends, I call it like the sunken place. And the way I define that is when you're in a mental space, it's usually pretty mental. I mean, I think everything is mental, but you're in a mental space where you, sorry, I'm sipping on some coffee right now. You're in a mental space where things are feeling kind of dark. And your mind is kind of obsessed with negative thoughts. And I 
think I've been there for for like a few weeks now, especially with my podcast. Um, as an overthinker, I think that I can sometimes get trapped in the dark place. I can get trapped in those negative thoughts. I can get trapped in this like small mindset. I can get trapped in this really hurt inner child or really confused inner child. Um, and she starts to feel like no one likes me and I don't have what it takes and I'm not this and I'm not that. And all those things are so not true. And there's, there's, there's the big Larice, there's the, the big adult in me that knows that that's not true. But sometimes in this dark place, it's hard to not to see that. It's hard to remember who you are. And I think that's like the biggest key thing is always remembering who you are through your ups and your downs and having tactics to remind yourself who you are when you've when you think you may have lost that. And that's why having such a good support group that loves you so deeply and cares about you is really important. Like the amount of times I call my best friend and I'm just like, girl, I'm not feeling it today. Like something's off. And I mean, I do think, you know, that's, it's a big task for your friends to pick you back up. But I also do think having a good support system, but also learning how to, what my therapist calls self-soothe and talk to yourself and kind of talk yourself out of those moments and allow yourself to feel that dark place but also be like, it's time to get up. Like, all right, we was we was we was sulking for a little bit over nothing, but it's time to get up, okay, girl or guy. Um, so that's really how things are going. More importantly, I'm here. I'm back. We taking it one day at a time, and I know I owe you guys a lot. There's a lot I said I would do with this podcast. There's a lot I said I would say, and there is a lot that. I want to say, and there's so much of my healing that I want to share with everyone because I feel like I have gone through some things. And I also want to bring on some people that have gone through some things too. So I wanted to share a few things that I do when I'm in this dark place and how I kind of help myself get back to a better place. Um, and so one of the things for me, anytime I feel triggered, anytime I feel like I'm hurting, anytime I feel like I'm going into this dark place, I put an emphasis on my routine. Now, if you don't have a routine, get you one, okay? Routine, I think, is there's healing in routine. I don't know what it is. I don't have the science for it. I am not an expert. But there is so much healing in a routine because it's like, Sometimes when you're feeling hurt or you're feeling confused or you're just feeling you're in that dark place of just having kind of negative thoughts, sometimes the routine will help you get out of that. Or at least it allows you to kind of organize your mind again to get to your healthy place, get to the green light, get to the sunlight again. Um, and so my routine for me is on a weekday, I get a little flexible on the weekends, but on a weekday, I wake up in the morning. I always pray. Um, I think about my family. Sometimes I watch my cute videos of my perfect little nephew. Um, I will I will be honest. I do check my phone. I check my text sometimes. I check my Instagram really quick. I try to keep Instagram to a very bare minimum. Like 
if I open Instagram, I really try not to, but if I do, it's like less than a minute. And I try to gear it to being motivation for me. So I'll look at like my favorite fitness influencers and what they did yesterday or what they posted or, you know, something that's going to get me out of bed and get to the gym. Then I make my coffee and I'm sometimes I'm like listening to gospel music. I'll put my headphones in. I'll listen to gospel music just to like guide and protect my day. And I'll pray about that. Like I want to have a good day. I want to have a productive day. I want to have a healthy day. Um, and I'll make my coffee and then I'll make my way to the gym. On my way to the gym, I always I always listen to gospel music. Sometimes when I'm close to the gym, I'll switch to like a hip hop songs. I get really get get in the get my head in the game. Um, and then I'll come home, I clean up a little bit and then I get ready for work. I work, I work for, um, a company that's based in California, so I can get on a little later in the day, but my routine is so, so key. And I do think that if you need to just pull yourself out of it, like obviously if it's really bad and it's really dark and you're having some really negative thoughts that are scaring you, you need to call someone for help. Definitely call like a therapist um, call a friend, a family member, definitely speak about it. I do think there's a lot of healing in talking about what you're thinking or what's going through your mind, but sometimes the dark place isn't that dark. Sometimes it's just a little negative. For me, it was, why do you have a podcast? There's no reason for a podcast. You're not an expert. No one cares what you have to say. So I think if you're having thoughts like that, um, keep your routine, stay in your routine. Don't allow yourself to fall too far from it. Um, and if you don't have a routine, get started. Make one. It's really, I'll be honest, it's fun sometimes. And like, yes, yeah, sometimes you can break out of it. Break out of it sometimes. Like on Saturday mornings, I don't do the same thing. On Sunday mornings, I don't do the same thing. But as soon as Monday comes around, I'm working to make sure I have that same routine for myself. I do really believe a lot in exercise and fitness. I do think working out is so helpful when you're in a negative space, a negative, this dark space. Um, you know, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll get on, especially with cardio, is like I'll get on like the Soul Cycle bike or I'll take a treadmill class and I will run it out. And I'm like a big person on that. Run it out. Literally run so hard that you can't even think about whatever you're going through. Like when I was going through a heartbreak, I literally would remember, I would go on a treadmill and I would run until I couldn't cry, which is so sad, but it's true. And I feel like it was so crucial to my healing in that season. It was so crucial to just run it out. Um, and with fitness, like I owe you an episode on fitness, but with fitness, like be nice to yourself, especially if you aren't an athlete right now be nice. Like do what feels right. Do what feels healthy, but also don't cheat yourself and don't waste your time. Two big things for me in the gym. Don't cheat yourself and don't waste your time. So if you're going to go to the gym and play around and you're going to get on that treadmill for two and a half minutes and you're going to get off, just, just stay home. Don't worry about it. You good. You could do it tomorrow. Try again tomorrow. Um, but I do really think exercise and fitness are really helpful to just shake your mind up and, and, um, I forgot what they call it, but it, the like what's produced through your body after um, being in the gym is like usually my mindset will instantly shift. If I'm feeling a little down or a little low or usually I can get 
myself out of it by a workout, a really good workout. Um, and then last but not least, I really do believe, you know me, I believe in self-care. I am sitting here and my hair is being deep conditioned right now. It's because I'm going to get my hair done, but I also really do believe in self-care. I think self-care is crucial. I think we all should be taking care of ourselves to the highest extent. I also really believe in like the way that you take care of you is the way that someone else is going to want to take care of you. And if you are single or if you are in a relationship, I do really believe that if someone sees you caring for yourself so carefully, they're not going to want to not care for you that way too. Someone healthy, someone who really cares about you, to be clear, okay? They're going to want to take care of yourself that way. I feel like if I see a man that I'm attracted to and he is always caring about himself and he's always cleaning his sneakers, I feel like that's like the best way for men is like men like always clean their sneakers. And if you know he's super meticulous about cleaning his sneakers, you're probably going to be really careful in the way that you treat his sneakers when you're around him. You're like, I ain't going to step on your foot. I know you clean your sneakers, boo. Like, make sure you and your sneakers is healthy. Okay? So self-care to the maximum. You know, there's so much research done on what self-care is. Self-care is so many things. For me, sometimes self-care is saying no to doing something um, or going to a place that I know could hurt me or going to be around people that I know trigger me. That's self-care. But self-care is also wearing a face mask and putting your hair in a deep condition and drinking some wine. Okay? <laughs> some good wine. All right? Um, journaling is one for me, too. I do think... I haven't been great about journaling lately, but I will say journaling is really helpful for an overthinker. And I think also when you're in this dark space, you're probably having a lot of thoughts, a lot of thoughts. This is not working. I'm doing a bad job. I suck at this. I wish I was better. Oh my God, this person's so much better than me. You have a lot of negative, you have a lot of things in your mind, right? And what's helpful with journaling is I think journaling is a safe space for you to just get it all out. You know, you can just like release it. It's like everything that's pent up in your mind, just release all of it in your journal. If you have like a million thoughts, take all million and just throw it into your journal. Um, that has been so pivotal for me because sometimes it's very easy to want to call someone and, and vent to them. And not only number one, sometimes that's a little difficult if you know, your friend, it's a lot of pressure on your friends, especially if your friends may not know the right words to say, or if your friends are going through something as well and they're not ready to talk to you about it. Or at the end of the day, your healing is no one's responsibility but yours. And your healthiness, you are no one's responsibility but you in totality. Like, yes, if you're in love, that's great. If you're married, that's great. If you're partnered up, you're, that's great. But at the end of the day, we are all responsible for our own health, wellness, mindset, all of those things. And no one can do that for us. No one. So be, be sure that you are also like uh, doing what you need to do for you first. And I'm going to keep this episode short because it's just me rambling about life and the dark space. And I don't like talking about the dark place too much. And I don't want to overly glorify negativity. And I don't want to overly glorify pain. And I don't want to overly glorify the negative to having to be healed. I want to live in a place 
of health. I want to sit and dwell in a place of peace and happiness and joy. And, but I also want to be really realistic with that through all of that, you can have these moments, but that, as I always say, you don't have to stay there. And there are ways to get yourself out of it. And obviously, again, I'm not an expert. I don't know exactly what to do. And if you are in a dark place that feels very dark, for example, if you are thinking of hurting yourself in any way, if you are you know, worried about your health, if you're neglecting your responsibilities, if it feels bigger than you, because sometimes you know that the fight is big, is big, but you got this, okay? If the fight feels bigger than you, there are so many people that want to help you. There are so many people that want you to be okay. And you have to believe that. And if you don't believe that, I believe that for you. And reach out to someone. So that's super key as well. Like if you are in a dark place that feels a little too dark for you, please make sure you get the help that you need. Please. Um, and then I just wanted to have like one little positive quote to leave this podcast with. And again, you know me, I believe in the Instagram philosophers. Okay. Some of them, not the negative ones, not the ones that be talking about toxicity. You could, you could tell which ones is not healthy and which ones is, okay? You know. And if you don't, ask around, okay? So this quote is, I guess it's by, it says, at the spiritual magic. And it said, I love those moments when I realize that I'm handling a situation better than an older version of myself would have been able to. Ooh, they needed a comma there. I love conversations with myself when I realize that the self-work has been working. I love realizing that I've grown. Let me run it back for you, okay? Because just preach to myself for a second. I love those moments when I realize that I'm handling a situation better than an older version of myself would have been able to. I love conversations with myself when I realize that the self-work has been working. I love realizing that I've grown. When you're in that dark place, most likely you've been there before. When you're in that dark place, you know what's happening. But know that you're getting better and have faith and be hopeful that you can handle this even better than you did the last time. Don't, don't immediately be like, oh my gosh, here we go again. I did it again. Oh my gosh, I'm back in this dark place. It always happens to me. There's no point in that level of negativity. Don't beat yourself up over it if that's where you are. But know that you have every right to your healing. You have every right to pull yourself out of it. You're going to pull yourself out of it. And you are pulling yourself out of it. Listen, you tuned into a podcast and you listened to me for 20 minutes, about 20 minutes. Talk to you about how to get yourself out the dark place. And to me, there is so much healing in that. There is so much. The day is going to be brighter. You're going to have a great day in this situation. And these moments are going to turn around for you. And I feel confident in that. I love you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time. You're the best. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye.